Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to Just Make the Thing, a podcast for people like me who want to start a thing and bloody keep on making it. I'm your host, Claire, and if I sound a little angry, it's because my two front teeth have gone or more importantly, they're shattered and they're somewhere on the road and I don't know where they are. So I have a story. Last Friday, after reading Hillary Clinton's book, What Happened? and finishing on the chapter Grit and Gratitude, I went running, fell over some gravel on the path and landed on a brick. Yeah, that's right. On a brick. As I lay there on the road for a couple of seconds, A, contemplating just how ridiculous life is and really just panicking, a man pulled over in his car and asked if I was okay. So you would think that the typical response would be, hell no, I'm lying on the road, not for fun, my dog is almost running into the oncoming traffic and I'm bleeding from my face. But instead I said yes, while managing to spit blood and shattered teeth everywhere. I would love to say from this point onwards that I was cool as a cucumber, knew exactly what I was doing, thanked him, got his name so I could write him a lovely thank you card, and then walked myself on home with my broken face. But instead, and actually understandably, I stumbled down the road crying and shouting with a massive gap in my face that I needed to call my husband while the podcast on my phone kept blaring so I couldn't figure out how to actually get him on the phone. Eventually, I managed to get him and he came running down the road around the corner. He bundled me up, screaming and shaking into the house, then ran out with a torch to look for my teeth while calling my mum and his parents. After I calmed down a little and slumped into my chair at the kitchen table, I had one persistent thought. I'm bloody done. I'm not learning anything from this. I'm really not. I'm really not learning anything from this. I really mean it this time. Unfortunately, or actually more fortunately in this case, I've begrudgingly learned a few things I didn't know I didn't know. A. I knew that James was strong and I knew that he was funny and that my mum and his parents and my family and friends were pretty great. But I just didn't know how great. B. Even when the worst things happen and you have no teeth in your face, you can still laugh. C. I really did love my slightly crooked two front teeth. D. Don't go running without your glasses in the dark, people. E. There is always, always, always someone worse off than you. F. Sometimes it's okay to just feel all the feelings and give up for a few days and eat chocolate cake out of one side of your mouth. 
This episode was recorded before what I affectionately now call the series of unfortunate events. It feels like a time capsule, like life is playing a bit of a joke on me. It's a lesson that you really have absolutely no freaking idea what is around the corner. Anyway, this episode's about overcommitting and finding balance. I could think of better ways to find balance in my life than smashing my face on a brick, but hey, I probably needed the wake-up call. I needed to cut myself some slack. So, if you're someone out there making a thing, be kind to yourself. Get some sleep. Don't always say yes. Be brave enough to say no. Prioritise yourself. Because you can't look after other people if you don't look after yourself first. And uh, most importantly, don't go running in the dark without your glasses. On with the episode. Lean back when we laugh. Just a little away from the microphone so that it doesn't like get super loud in people's ears. Okay. So like, ha, <laughs> 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 Maybe not quite. You don't know. Yeah. That was the worst fake laughing. I know. <laughs> Okay, this is really bad. Anyway, I feel like it's it's all right. It's okay. Yep. So um, let's just start our episode. So today we are in Chanel's apartment. Yes. Yeah. I and love it is so place. messy and I'm so embarrassed. Are you insane? It is it's so like, messy. It's the nice. There's like folded blankets and like a beautiful clean floor. It's oh. really cool. Oh, and man. it has this view of the city. It's like what I used to be like before I had kids. <laughs> And was just tired a lot. You're still very cool in my eyes. Thanks, mate. Well, you are especially cool because you bought cool tracksuit <laughs> because your husband, Goran, decided to go on a rant last night about how uncool you were. Correct. Correct. I don't know if Adidas tracksuit pants equal coolness. I don't know what... I don't think there's an episode of The Simpsons where Marge is like, how the hell do you be cool? I really don't know. And I think I've always resigned myself to the fact that I'm a bit nerdy because I've always liked school, mm. but also because I'm dark skin, doesn't that give me some cachet? Like I don't know, that's some sort of form of racism. Like it makes you gangster. Or yeah, something. I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, surely that's sufficient enough to like confuse people into thinking I might not be give super you some nerdy. Street cred. Yeah, <laughs> but oh. I don't know whether that actually happens. So. I- I think you've got street cred. Oh, thanks. I've never heard you rap or anything. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I'd be terrible at it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Believe in yourself. Yes. Yeah, Believe in yourself. Now that you've got your Adidas pants and your Reebok runners. Maybe. Maybe I should start. super cool. <laughs> yeah, according to Goran. So that is it. Who is playing basketball in the rain today? Yes, indeed. He indeed. Anyway, well, we had a topic that is very timely for both of us. It's mm. that overcommitting. Yes, Because indeed. we're both so overcommitted. We should be committed. Yes. To some kind of institution. We, yes. Oh, that was good. Wouldn't I like that. Nice. It'd be quiet. Oh. Everything would be white. There'd be no, nothing just, dirty on the floor. <laughs> they, and they bring you weird meals on a tray. Yeah. And they just like, Chanel. Here's your meal and here's some tablets. <laughs> Take these and then go to sleep. Yeah. You just stare at some white walls. <laughs> okay, God, it does sound a little scary. But, but is that bit. bad when your life sounds like it would be nice to just be locked up in an yeah. institution? <laughs> it would be quiet there. Oh, no, yeah. so... I'm feeling overcommitted and you're mm. feeling overcommitted. Yeah, so why are you feeling overcommitted this week? Oh, gosh. I'm feeling overcommitted 
because at the moment I'm a company of me <laughs> and <laughs> yes, my husband right. and Meso and we've got lots of people working for us and podcasters but really I'm the one calling all the business things because James loves doing all the creative stuff and yep. all of the other stuff mm-hmm. and it's and there's just been lots of cool things that are coming across to us now and different brands we've started doing a movement watches campaign across all of our shows and we um have got yeah another big brand that's just signed on board with us and so all of those things are happening and people have been interested in investing in our Ooh. company which as i said on the podcast uh before i don't know how that works it sounds so, very grown up so though literally i did google <laughs> last night why do people invest in companies <laughs> no i do know a bit about it i've been doing some research yeah but i was just trying to figure out what structure and and whether we need like people who are more savvy than me mm-hmm. to be working with me. So all of those are big decisions, like mm. exciting decisions, but it does make my head spin a bit. But in a good way. It takes way. a lot of mental energy to get your head around a completely new mm. like way of thinking and looking at the world as well, well, I think. Yeah, and I think now I'm talking it out loud, this feels like therapy, but I've been really learning completely new things. Yeah. In the like I've come from the world of kids as we discussed last yep. episode where everyone is collaborative and everyone just shares everything and mm. you don't have to have anything in writing and everyone's just fun. I mean it's hard work, but it's you know kids mm. and it's awesome. And now I'm in this adult world where you feel like everybody has an agenda and everybody's messaging, being like, "Let's catch up for coffee and talk about blah." Mm-hmm. And I and let's have work drinks and let's li- liaison and schmooze. <laughs> I don't know what that even means. And so, <laughs> so that's kind of been interesting. Also, this week we are going to auction for a house on that's Saturday. So exciting! I know. And then the day before, I'm speaking at on a panel at this conference in. Sydney which for some reason feels more nerve-wracking than the one in Copenhagen maybe Mm. because it's the ABC and I know what the ABC is whereas over there you know I mean the BBC still sounds real but it was kind of like a magical adventure far away from home like this feels more <laughs> legitimate I yeah. don't know so I'm speaking at a panel which for Ozpod which is really really that's amazing exciting. yeah it is really really exciting everyone seems really great so I'm going to be talking about why I quit my day job cool I know so yeah so that's kind of fun but I am flying up um the night before because there's schmoozy drinks on the night and then also I'm having some really big meetings with some people who may want to you know invest in our company or at least talk about what our future goals are which is really exciting but all of that is happening and then the Saturday is the auction and James has flown to LA today. So I'm a single mother. Oh for man. A week. I know. I don't know what you're complaining about. That doesn't sound <laughs> difficult at all. I know, I know, right? And then the day after, which does not sound difficult, we're flying to Hawaii. <laughs> yes. Which is awesome. But yeah, when you have a child, a holiday sometimes feels more like an achievement. Yes, than indeed. A holiday. So anyway, so there's just loads of bits and bobs plus i've got all these amazing interviews well i think they're amazing mm. banked up to edit so that have been exciting on my computer yeah but i just actually need to get to editing them to share yeah. them with everybody so anywho that's why i'm feeling overcommitted why are you feeling overcommitted well um so the last few weeks have been pretty crazy and busy at work and I'm kind of wrapping up the end of my yoga course now, which is just catching up on homework, getting to lectures, um, and just intermittently still teaching um, Thursday nights and um, somewhere in between 
submitting homework and taking on extra projects at my day job, I managed to get it cold, which was very inopportune and quite rude. <laughs> as far as submitted to a cold. <laughs> I was very uh-huh. annoyed. Yeah. Um, and so um, being a team of one, being a cold is incredibly inconvenient. <laughs> because yeah, we were talking about that, being a team of one. You can't ring up and call in sick anymore. You can't. And you can't delegate to anybody else. No. So when something isn't done, then it's not done. So you just have to do it. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, yeah, I think I found it a bit of a struggle this week just because on top of all of those things, I had to – I was. I had to do an interview for the job that I'm currently in for a more permanent position, which went really well, even though I was spluttering and coughing all the way through it um, and had far too many Sudafeds, but that's okay. (laughs) Hey, whatever gets you through, mate. Mm -hmm. And I've had to, um, yeah. And so, and with also with all my work commitments, what that's meant in terms of my studies, I've missed a couple of lectures. I've been playing catch up. So I've just, I've just felt my brain's just quite scattered. Mm. And then um, yesterday, so Friday morning, was my very first kids' yoga class. So I had to prep for that. Hooray! Yay. How did it go? I oh, man. To ask you, how did it oh, go? Oh, God. It was like <laughs> the perfect combination of like, like heart-filling warmness and just oh. chaos. <laughs> yeah. That is like seven years to teaching and that sums it up beautifully. That's just my whole career. (laughs) And there was just, I mean, I was really, I was so lucky to have, um, to have Nadia around to, to help me just put some order and structure into things. I think we talked about this last time. Um, and I had like a plan, right. But then there were just things I just didn't think about. Mm. I said, everybody, okay, everyone, I've got yoga mats for all of you. And so all these seven year olds are just staring at me like, Okay. And Nadia's like, everybody line up behind oh, me. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, right. Of course. <laughs> like, what are they supposed to do with them? <laughs> and how, yeah, actually, that is so funny because it's so ingrained in me now. But yeah, ev- particularly for Little Ease, every bit of stuff, you need to figure out how you're going to even get it to them without it becoming yeah. a shit fight. Yeah. And people like they jumping just like, I want them out, I want them out. I was like, this is not going to go well unless there's some order. So she was very great. She was great with that. And she said, okay, Chanel. She's like, so, and so they're all holding onto these yoga mats and they're staring at me. And she's like, so where do you want them to put them? And I was like, oh, Yes. Right, in straight lines, lengthways. And she's like, okay, everybody, one after another, line up after me. And they were following the instructions. And like one of them, one of the yoga mats was like still stuck together. And she's like, mine's broken. <laughs> so just, just things like that. And then they were sitting on their mats and I was like, take off your shoes if you like. And they were looking at me and I was like, take off your shoes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's an instruction and not like a, a request. <laughs> no kids panic when you give them like yeah. a, if you lie. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah. that's the thing. If I, I had adults, I'd say, if it's available to you, yeah. do X, Y, and Z. If you feel comfortable. Yeah. So, no. um, once kids, you, if, if you, even if you're uncomfortable, yeah, like, just take do it. them off. Take your shoes <laughs> off. And, and if you need help, then put up your hand. Mm. So we, after those teething issues, we actually, we did some breathing and it was beautiful. Like they were so good. And actually even Nadia was saying, she's like, I was quite surprised how well they followed that stuff. Yeah. Um, and the posing, the poses and stuff was good. The balancing and stuff was good. The part where things went a bit pear-shaped was the <laughs> relaxation. I was like, okay, everybody lie down. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. 
<laughs> I was like, lie down and close your eyes. Mm. And like the bell rang and there were kids coming out and they were like yeah, <laughs> looking yeah. from side to side. And I was like, close your eyes, 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 close your eyes. I was like, everybody sit up. <laughs> Did not work. I was like, noted. Okay. Seven-year-olds can't quite get to that point no. in time. But it was all a good learning experience and it was so much fun. They were just so, so cute. So cute. They're such a good age. Oh, my I God. They were age. just so much fun. I had the best time. Because, like, little ones like Preps who are about five years old, that's like herding cats and they're super cute. But, man, it's so much hard work. <laughs> it's just so much hard work. Whereas seven-year-olds, it's still full on, but mm. they're just a really nice age and they've kind of got their things together a little bit. And yeah. and really um, Yeah. I mean, there are a couple of things that I pre-prepared mentally. So I was like, I refrained from using – lift up your right leg or your left leg because mm. that just wasn't going to work. No. Um, so I used visual cues to help them kind of figure it out and then mirrored them, or rather they mirrored me, um, which worked quite well and just, yeah, was very encouraging and kind of just had to be really slow and repeat the cues over it. And I expected that to happen, so it was all right. But um, I think I didn't anticipate how long it would take them to get themselves sorted to start in the first place so there's timing stuff I have to work through but I had such a good time like it it was probably far more fun for me than it was for them but I just yeah I I loved it I really did I'm so glad it's so nice to be around a completely different environment in even in in a professional context where you're doing something like I've gone from sitting in front of a computer in silence being a team of one not moving to having to raise my voice like I've had to have to learn to resonate as well because I'm not used to yelling to the back of a hall. <laughs> yeah, it's an entirely new thing. Oh, I haven't thought about that. Yeah, um, with young kids and physically be moving around as well as talking and instructing all at the same time. So um, it's just an entirely different part of my brain, which I think has probably been asleep for longer than it should have. <laughs> yeah. That is one thing I really miss about teaching. It's that physicalness yeah. of just being up and down and all around and projecting. Do you know, actually, this is off topic a little bit, but with mm. projecting, I found in the first few weeks I was teaching or first few months, I would just lose my voice all the mm. time. But yep. it's like a muscle that you kind of, yeah. the more you do it. But there's a sort of skill in breathing mm-hmm. and the way that, because you do so much breath work anyway, but projecting your voice is, is about breath as well. Yeah. And the way that you kind of, structure it so you're not kind of shouting but you project but I also have a really loud voice anyway so (laughs) but yeah Yeah. there is something in that in the way that you project and everything so so that was awesome I'm really glad yeah no it was so good. good I'm just I mean yeah there's so much room for improvement it's not even funny but um as a general rule I think like it was a really positive and like fantastic experience and I was really glad to have Nadia there to, to support me yeah. um and isn't it that thing about friends again oh uh, yeah like when you because you've done something hugely new and I was just saying I'm like what I'm doing is all yeah. new learning super new yeah super new but the only way that I'm surviving and I think that you would be the same in doing this new stuff is having people to support you either yep like professional people yep. who've been working and are you know in that space adulting can teach you like your yep. yoga instructors or your like the colleagues in your class or whatever yeah but also your friends who've done other stuff yeah 
um, or yeah, like Nadia, um, or for me, it's, you know, James and Mason getting yep. their advice or some of our other podcasters and other creatives and, yeah. and just having all of those people in your corner or asking you or getting advice from them. Yeah. And this podcast too. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast has been so good for me oh, too. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. To be able to debrief and chat and run ideas past you. And so many people are out there like us battling away yeah. because we want to live a life that is is not just linear not yes. just yep. one thing you want to try that thing that makes your heart happy yeah. and yep. and explore other things and make something or do something and whatever it is it's really nice to know that there's more people out there giving it a go absolutely and yeah and for sure yeah so I think though and I this is going back to over committing it's part of this whole thing though is working out your limit right mm. yep how are you feeling about your limit at the moment well, I feel like if I was in a video game that my energy levels will be at like the red bar at the bottom, <laughs> like nowhere near the green, like the opposite of like the green. You're almost dead. Like pretty much. Like I touch one more bad mushroom in Super Mario Brothers or like, you know, yeah. like then that's it for me. Yeah. If you're fighting a boss, you're kind of flashing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're nearly, you're nearly Exactly. Out. Yeah. So I think as far as the last couple of weeks have been, I have definitely – extended myself more than I would naturally like to and because and I don't know if you're the same because my brain is so active because I've got all this stuff I have to get done I still feel like I can't actually relax even though I need to force myself it just feels very unnatural Mm. um and so getting sick has kind of forced it a little bit along like I've had to sleep because I literally can't get out of bed. <laughs> Your body's like, that's it. Yeah. I've had enough for now. You just need to get to bed. Get into bed, yeah. you silly woman. Yeah. Stop doing all the thousand things. Yeah. So I think yeah. um, I don't – yeah, I don't know whether I've ever properly learnt what my limit is. I don't know. What do you think? What? How about you? Have you been feeling? Um. Yeah, it's funny because I haven't got sick. Mm. I've just, but then, well, I did have that horrendous event that happened about, it's almost like a month ago now, but so my hemoglobin is low and my iron levels are low, which means I just feel like I'm a bit sludgy. Yes. Um, So it's hard to know how much of it is just having so much on my plate and how much of it is just... You still need to recover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, What I do think I've learned though over time, because I used to do this in teaching and as busy as I am now nowhere near as busy and tired as I was when I was a teacher. Like Mm -hmm. I can't even explain to you how exhausting, or you saw a tiny window of what it's like for like an hour, right? Yeah. That, imagine that, eight hours a day, five times a week, plus doing all the preparation work and everything outside. Like it's so exhausting. So I kind of learned through that, that um, I need to go to bed and I need to sleep. Yeah. And so. Can you turn your brain off? No, see. This is a thing. Mm. Yeah, I'm finding at the moment 
that I, yeah, I'm having difficulty turning my brain off because we get all these exciting emails that happen during the middle of the night because mm. it's America. And so they're yeah. all awake while we're asleep. When I'm awake and the baby gets up, mm-hmm. um, I sort of sneakily check my email and then I'll reply to a few emails yep. and all of a sudden it's 4am and I'm yep. still awake. Uh, yeah. So yep. yeah, I'm trying to figure out that balance still. But Part of this overcommitting thing is the yes thing. You know, mm. I don't know if you're like this, but I love to just say, yes, mm. yes, I will. Of course I will. I totally will do that. Yes, yep. that sounds great. Oh, I'll just do it because I know I'll do it better. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll take on in charge, you know. Yep. I'll be in charge of all of it because I know I'll do it faster and better and you guys take forever or yep. whatever. And I've got to learn to say no or at least delegate. Or yeah. extend out the timelines where I can get things done. Uh, yeah, because if you say yes too much, even though it's really exciting and fun, you end up having to deliver on it and then you end up yeah. bloody exhausted. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And yeah, it is really hard, especially when it's like a new creative venture and you want to be involved and give it all of your effort and mm. energy. Mm. And you also want to be... Like you want to ride the wave. So like when there's the excitement and the hype, you want to be involved in that. But, and it is really hard to say no sometimes. Mm. Um, But sometimes it's just necessary. So for example, next week I'm supposed to be teaching again, but I'm also supposed to be wrapping up my old job plus submitting an assignment plus being at the airport. So (laughs) I was like, I don't know how I'm going to physically do that. (laughs) Big Coburg and at the airport at the same time. You should get get some kind of strap with your laptop around your neck. And then as you're walking to the airport, Goran can direct you and you can just be typing as you go or something, just working it out. So, um, yeah, I had to sort of say, actually, I just don't think it's going to work because I just – I can just see – like the car accident that will happen or like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The, it's when you yeah. stop being – and we had a class on mindfulness actually a couple of weeks ago and she talked about how busy people's lives are and how um, mothers in particular, their lives have gotten even busier because kids' lives have gotten busier. Yeah. Um, and the expectation that we all do so much all the time that we mm. forget to actually check in with ourselves and how we're doing and that's how – bad things happen yeah you know because you're just not paying attention and you're not present in the moment oh it's so true do you know I had the most incredible day on Monday I went to Hillsville with James and with the baby mm-hmm. in the car to visit this amazing artist called Claire James which is oh really it was Claire James <laughs> and I found her because there's this amazing website called the design files so if you're a creative person and you love looking at visual artists and people who do creative things for a living the design files tracks Australian creatives Mm -hmm. it's really cool website and she herself the girl who um I think it's Lucy Cohen I think that's her name I have Mm -hmm. to check that um she runs the site and she started off just doing it from her house and just built this incredible website it's huge anyway but I saw uh, Claire James the artist featured there and I just one of those things where you just take a risk, I just emailed her out of the blue and said, hey, can I podcast you? Oh, and she was just like, cute. absolutely. So I, I went down mm. this like windy drive and I'll put up more of a story about her in the episode when I put up her interview. But she was just this incredible person who just was living really sustainably with her two kids and her husband, who's a lecturer at Monash Uni, in this like little house on this 
big block of land and they've just grown all their own veggies and they've got chooks and they've got these two cool ducks and had this amazing studio out the back. But what I felt the most about it was that she was so aware of the world yeah like aware of she's so so fascinated by the details in plants and the detail like that's reflected in her artwork and it just made me think she was sort of saying how with kids too we're doing all this busyness but actually there's lots of things that are just free that you just sit and look at and suddenly the world's incredible like yeah. she was really obsessed with snails oh. <laughs> or just she takes people out into the forest and then gets them a little bucket and just tells them to just collect cool things that they notice on the forest floor yeah and just that kind of mindfulness and ability to be present in the world yeah and once you start noticing it you know things can kind of calm down a bit absolutely yeah. And we could all kind of, I think we could all benefit from just slowing down mm. in this technology age we live in where everything is instantaneous. Yeah. So the one other thing I kind of thought might be useful to raise is, um, so I'm trying to play catch up. I think I was saying before mm. I need to play catch up with my lectures because I've missed a few because I've been trying to work. Um, in my old job, I was working crazy hours and also trying to study and just wasn't doing either effectively so I had to miss lectures to go to work or be stay at work rather after hours and um I started panicking because I realized oh my god I don't know how I'm going to catch up I'm going to need to sit lectures sit through lectures extra lectures and probably maybe push out my exam and I was like oh god I'm not gonna be able to sit my exam on time and then I was like I'm not going to be able to sit my exam on time that's okay like yeah that's not that big a deal in the scheme of things. <laughs> in, the, in the scheme of Trump is president. Yes. And everything that's happening but and yeah, and all kinds of stuff. I was so yeah. petrified of not being able to make this 28th September exam Deadline. date yeah. that the world was going to end. And I was like, and if I don't meet it, I'm not going to die. And things will work out. And maybe I might get some extra time to study and actually – immerse myself in the reading and the research and just get a bit more time to sort of learn a little bit more and is that such a bad thing probably not so I just kind of had to check in with myself and be a little bit mindful and then realize it's actually it's all right it's not so bad it doesn't yeah exactly yeah I was totally freaking out about it but I was like what happens after September 28th and I was like September 29 <laughs> and 30. The next day. <laughs> the next day. And then October. Yeah. The world continues. <laughs> it's fine. It's so true though, mm. right? It's so true. Yeah, it's so true. And I think inevitably when you're trying to build something or do something, there will be missed opportunities. Mm. And you can't take every single opportunity. It's literally, It's not physically possible, especially if you are like a lone ranger. Um, I like that image of us being like lone rangers, <laughs> just out on the ring, just rocking around on a horse. I don't know, rocking on a horse? No, that's a rocking horse. Just sitting on a horse. Just riding, riding along. Out with your cool Adidas exactly. trackies and your new balance. No, not new balance. My Reebok, Reebok shoes. Your Reebok exactly. shoes. And I'm um, just sitting on the horse. I don't know what I'm wearing. Just cruising on out. Easily. Also cool stuff, yeah, I'm cool sure. Yeah, stuff. Exactly. But yeah, it is. It's... it's um, it is. It's so important to remember and just stop for a minute and go, hang on a second. All of these things that you're worried about are 
part of you know the difficulty around making something or doing yeah. that thing because it's new and it's a lot of learning and it's stressful but also look at all the stuff like, yeah look back on all the things and if you explained yourself actually i've um yeah just been talking to another friend about this if you explained yourself and what you are doing to somebody else or saw you yourself this is gonna sound real weird mm. but you saw yourself mm-hmm. as another person and said there's chanel mm. this is my friend chanel chanel does this chanel does that mm. and list all the things you bloody blown away by that person yeah no i know what you mean and but when it's you you're just stuck in it all and it sucks yeah it's such a bad the whole thing sucks and you're in the woods and everyone's like trudging along and it's so freaking hard and sometimes Mm. you can look up and go actually no like james and i i were talking about it the other night like Mm. we were both complaining about our lives (laughs) and we both looked at each other and went you know that we literally live at home (laughs) so we don't have to get up any particular time other than the baby and we work in this job where we get to talk to really interesting, creative people and make cool stuff that we enjoy. And we get to like be able to, you know, buy a house and go on holiday still and do all the fun things that we want to do. Yeah. And also be involved in the baby's life who just started walking. And we were there, both there for when he yeah, did it. And, it's beautiful. You know, all of that stuff. And, you, and you, then you think about other people in the world and what they're going through. And so you can kind of go, yeah, life is actually really great. And yeah. And really lucky. And then the next day I'm just stressed and tired again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's hard to hold on to that sense of mm. um, gratitude. Yes. Yeah. That is the word we go back to. Hey, yeah. At the end. It's hard. It's hard to, which is why it's people really should try to make time for it once a day, even if it's just like 20 seconds. Just stop. Mm. Like I was in the middle of a full-blown panic attack when I was trying to drive between my lecture and my like 3.30 meeting on Thursday. And I was like, I'm stuck behind every slow car in Melbourne. <laughs> Literally. Why is everyone driving so slowly? I was like, okay. And then I, I caught myself in this spiral of panicking and I was like, okay, hold on. Take a deep breath. Deep breath in and out. It's fine. It's going to be all right. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you run late. And then you just call your boss and you say, I'm running late. And that's it. That's what happens. <laughs> no, it's a real disaster. Yeah. <laughs> world is coming to exactly. an end. Everything is bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true in the end, hey? You do. You have to take... I've been taking that advice that you gave me about breathing. Mm. I'm just quicking the mic cord. I'm probably making it noisy. Um, how's, it, how's it working for you? Yeah, good. Mm. When I remember to do it. Yeah. But it does. It's suddenly... you suddenly just taking those breaths mm. to go... Okay, in this moment, in this particular little part of my day, everything's okay. Yeah. It's all right. And yeah, yeah I actually, I don't know if you've heard of Eckhart Tolle. I yes. Too bad. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Well, he had something like that too, that if you're living moment to moment, even if you've been through something super traumatic, think about the actual moment you're in, not where this is headed or what's just mm. happened. This moment's okay. Yeah. And the next moment's okay. You're just having a cup of tea or you're having a hot shower or, mm. you know, whatever it is that will keep you kind of grounded in that moment of the breath. It really does actually help a yeah. lot. Yeah. Yep. 100%. It can really help. Yeah. And sleep. We say this a lot. Just sleep. 
Sleep is great. It's so oh, yeah. restorative. Well, yeah, because it's sleep. Yeah. It's designed that way. Yes. Our bodies just, are like, get to bed. Yeah. Like, bed. you need it. Just just do it, people. Yeah. Just, just we should call this podcast, just go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just go. Go to sleep. <laughs> and go to bed early. Yeah. That's the thing. Oh, gosh. I've got this terrible habit recently of mm. staying up, trying to work on my laptop and watching like British crime TV that is terribly <laughs> traumatic. It's so traumatic. And then I get fascinated because I love a bit of a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. But I've been watching this one, Hinterland, on Netflix, and it's so traumatic. <laughs> People get burned alive and oh there's like God. terrible stories about orphanages. And suddenly it's midnight and I've watched it for like three hours while <laughs> doing what, like invoices. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, I know. So mm. don't watch terrible TV <laughs> before bed. But if you do, also, another bit of advice I reckon is just be kind to yourself. Yeah. Hey, isn't that a massive thing? Yeah. Because you and me are both very hard. Enough. Yeah, I think so. It's so easy to focus on on all the stuff that you haven't done, like mm. you haven't achieved yet. Mm-hmm. And then to look back and think, oh, God, I'm failing so miserably at all these things. And, yeah, you really just need to take a breather and as much as um comparisons can be unhealthy they can also be useful in just giving you a little bit of perspective in life mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm turning into like some i don't know some kind of woman that's like mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah i don't know i'm making weird noises that's something else i've discovered about editing the show that i often go mm. Ooh. Like, it's so when you hear yourself back you go oh no <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Comparison can, not too much comparison, Mm. but a bit is good. A little bit of perspective. Yeah, perspective and a bit of kindness Mm. to yourself. So you be kind to your good self. Yes, you too. Uh, And we're going to podcast next in Hawaii. We are! I was trying trying to do a a luau sound. What is a luau sound? I don't know, like a Hawaiian, like... I'm making the <laughs> doing the waves. I'm doing the wave with the hand, not on the podcast. It doesn't make any sense. Anywho, but yeah, we'll be on the beach. Oh, that'll be nice. It's Warm funny. weather, sunshine. I know, oh. I know. I'm relaxing mm. with a two-year-old. <laughs> It'll be super relaxing. Yeah. No, mum's mum. My mum's coming too, so that'll be awesome. And yeah. we get to go to a wedding. Yeah, it's yeah. all about love. Yeah, we'll be tired, but we'll be all right. Yep. It'll be great. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. So exciting. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that's it. I think so too. I think that's it. Yep. Okay. It's been lots of fun. Yes. Yeah. Um. Get better, mate. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. And you survived the kids. Yes. Yeah. It was great. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Congrats on your new job too. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. All happening. Okay. Next time I talk on this podcast, I might be a homeowner. Oh, my god! I know. Can you believe it? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Okay. Catch you around. Bye. <laughs> oh, my hand's gone numb. I'm holding it for too long. Okay, let me press stop. You've been listening to a podcast called Just Make the Thing with me, Claire Tonti and Chanel Luchev. Hope you're okay out there. I hope none of you have impending dental work. Um, If you'd like to drop us a line about things that you're making, we'd love to get some emails at justmakethething at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at MakeTheThing or me at Mrs. Sunday Movies on Twitter. Uh, 
And you can also find us at our network website, www.planetbcasting.com. Okay, guys, have a great week. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.